Okay, I'm here with uh, Nejma Gamudi, mm -hmm. who is a LCC candidate, local community council candidate. She is also uh, um, on the Housing Action Program Task Force for the uh, LTC, and she is the founder of Green Ground Community Design. Design yes. Hi. Hi. That was an interesting meeting uh, we had with Ask Salt Spring. Um, lots of interesting points came up. I thought uh, your well, w what you started out by saying was that uh, there's a we know what we need to do as far as housing goes on Salt Spring Island, but um, we're just talking in circles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, to speak to that. Um you know, I mean, historically, we know that our community has put a lot of energy, time, resources, tax dollars even into um, different uh, groups and advisory boards around housing. We have uh, housing needs assessments that are done through CRD as well about uh, around Salt Spring. We have um, our Housing Action Program Task Force. We have other um, reports that are done. We have a whole shelf of reports. Um, that are that are done that somewhat inform the Salt Spring Solutions white paper that they just um, released as well. So it's about taking actually all of this talk now, and we, I really do feel like it's time to act. And what that looks like um, is you know is complex for sure when we have so many siloed uh, organizations and government structures in place right now. You know so. So what do you think, I mean, it's a very wide topic, but what is the essential thing that needs to happen now? Uh, well, I think that um, community needs to mobilize around the things that are important to us. And when I say that, I mean um, our organizations, our NGOs, our associations, um, individuals who care, uh, private landowners. Um, we need the glue. We need the glue to connect us. And that glue, um, you know, I mean, some may not feel that this is the right way, but truly, uh, when it comes to housing, uh, we do require an entity uh, that can help guide, advocate, and support um, our community, including our government officials in, in making the right decisions and pushing through on um, the issues that are most important to us so we can get housing built and create a sustainable, diverse community. Is, is that a housing authority as such, do you think? Yeah, I think authority is a, is a strong word. And um, at this point, um, it could be uh, considered an entity and not the, to create another silo, but this entity would be um, made up of community groups that, you know, and individuals. Um, it, it would be made up of a board that would help to, you know, guide and keep accountable our um, government officials as they process applications, as they uh, look at zoning, they look at density, they look at the issues that are kind of getting in the way of our, uh, of our you know, sustainable progress that considers the uh, climate and also considers our social needs as a community. Mm. And I, I know that funding is always the issue for a lot of this, um, this kind of uh, thing, particularly these these building projects and I think you talked about an accelerator fund that might be available for uh, people can you tell me a little bit more about that uh, yeah absolutely that is um, through the um, CMHC which is the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation uh, which is administering the funds through the National Housing Strategy 
which came out of the act when um, you know the federal government um, acknowledged that um, housing housing is a major issue and is a right and uh, needed to create more access to uh, funds and programs that can help realize uh, communities um, housing dreams you know the, the way in which that we shelter ourselves and feel a part of a thriving community so this particular fund um, needs to go to a government entity that is um, um, you know mandated to manage land use planning specifically and so that would require um, the islands trust to step up for this which um, at the last trust meeting um, LTC meeting I did um, you know encourage and um, you know ask Laura Patrick in particular to put it on the agenda as at least get the conversation going because there needs to be some um, you know some staff energy put towards this because the application actually comes up in July I think or end of June I'm not sure so it's very it's coming up fast but what's really cool about our community is because we've been talking the talk for so long and doing these reports so we know we have a, a very good foundational knowledge of what needs to be done right now we you know we've got a lot of um, community effort has already gone into that piece and that is actually a really big part of the our the application process is to have those pieces already in place which we do and requires at least seven community projects that this accelerator fund would uh, support and that can be a housing development uh, especially if it's um, uh, run as a pilot project so we're looking at closed-loop systems around wastewater management we're looking at um, you know uh, development techniques on close to riparian areas like there, you know pilot projects can look at those kinds of things so then we're actually informing how we go forward as we continue to develop in a sustainable and like you know less of a climate impact way so not only for specific projects that have already come so far in our community and we've all invested so much in them such as uh, the land bank properties uh, such as you know there's already been a lot of public funds that have gone and community like private donations and uh, land transferring hands for minimal you know for less than really what they they were worth in a private market right so we have to consider how much our community has already given for community and uh, utilize those um, projects, ideas, papers, reports uh, to implement uh, these projects. And, and I don't have my list right now, but um, I do have a pretty solid seven starter projects that fall into line and can move us forward. And one of them being, uh, you know, uh, looking at the the creation of an entity that can that can help uh, be a land holding. For our community uh, as well as being uh, um, you know um, an advocate for landowners and tenants and uh, also towards the end of supporting staff in government to when when they're feeling overburdened because there's so much to be done right now so finding ways that we can create avenues to support staff with these um, applications that are coming across their desks that are quite hmm. time can Consuming. So this, this the fund. What kind of money are we talking about? It's uh, presumably a multi-million dollar yeah, fund. Um, uh, would it really just scratch the surface here on Salt Spring, or would we be able to get these seven projects uh, up and running? Do you think? 
I think that we could actually get these seven projects up and running and also at that point then you're looking at partnership with provincial funds as well in that sense so with that accelerator fund if uh, we were successful as a community um, then we can you know look to BC housing and through the housing hub program there they have other multiple programs for investment in communities and community land projects so uh, also as you know I mentioned um, you know, looking at a community investment trust as an option, like real estate investment trust. So creating opportunities for uh, equity building that's like a low barrier access to the ability to invest in real estate. And I'm not talking about sky rises in Toronto, which is what REITs are usually used for now, but I'm talking about uh, rural land-based projects and, you know, like just uh, eco projects that help to um, house our workers, their families, as well as our our seniors, those who, you know, maybe even on, you know, um, any kind of income assistance, disability, but actually have some initiative and drive to give back in some way. It's about creating opportunity and, you know, and then I guess that kind of leads into the Habitat for Humanity model and talking about sweat equity and what that is and how um, you build pride in a community and pride in ownership when people put in the effort and they learn and they have an opportunity to develop some skills so we you know we had talked about doing a tiny home build project where it's a worker training and you everybody gets to go through you learn a little bit of carpentry plumbing uh, electrical you're you know you're learning all the pieces and then out of that potentially someone may end up kind of being like wow I was really good at this one when we went through this kind of training program so and also that they're kind of working towards um, you know that and then those sweat equity hours actually become like say a down payment towards their their tiny home or a down payment or they're by you know buying into this community investment trust as well with these funds that can actually come through um, there's a lot of government funded training programs so then you're looking at ways that you know even in governance we all know that we need a hand up not a handout so um, yeah, more about the opportunities. Right. Yeah. Now, there were some numbers being bandied around. Uh, Eric, I think, talked about uh, 3,000 units being needed on Salt Spring, possibly more. And um, Stan talked about uh, 500. It's obviously a big number. I mean, it's probably somewhere in between that would be great. But it's quite a daunting prospect, isn't it, to try and figure out how to actually get this moving so that we we can actually get some, you know, rental housing for particularly for workforce people. Um, and, you know, how, how on earth do we do that? It's, um, it, it seems to be everybody, like you say, everybody's talking around it, but um, getting the shovels in the ground is, is very difficult, isn't it? Yeah, it, it can be. And we have to watch, especially when we're talking things out in circles, like how, how we, um, Put numbers out there you know and from you know and how we all have our different perspective of seeing things he also um, was projecting in the direction of a Martha's Vineyard type community so it's like if that's where he's seeing this projection of we're gonna need three to five thousand um, homes for the workers that are going to um, I mean honestly that's a such a large number and actually if you look at the housing needs assessment um, just recently put out by the CRD I think it was 2001 or 21 to uh, 2021 um, it's he is you know he is ballooning numbers mm. and of course like I mean from a real estate and developer perspective which is who he is in our community I can see how um, 
you know, he would love to see those numbers, yeah. <laughs> you know, right. in that sense. But, right. but realistically, and what the data shows is that, um, we, you know, even within the next, um, you know, 20, I think it's 20 years, I wish I had the actual number because I don't want to spread misinformation, but, um, but it's, it's not. So Stanley, who actually sits on the housing task force with me as well, um, we know that that's, that's not true. Yeah. You know, that's not what the data currently is showing us right. is yeah. where we're heading. Okay. Yeah. So this is a conversation that's going to continue, obviously. I know that mm-hmm. um, Salt Spring Solutions is coming to Ask Salt Spring, I think, on the 26th of May. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the meantime, what, what, what are you going to be doing? Obviously, you're running for the, uh, the LCC. Uh, what do you see your next move uh, of pushing forward on the housing issue? Uh, well, I'm really inspired, actually, to uh, start to collaborate with the groups that are uh, pro-solution and pro-action, right? So um, it was really uh, great to meet Paige, who's our new president of the Chamber of Commerce today, um, and uh, just to feel her um, determination to really uh, start working towards solutions here. So um, I think where... Um, you know, where I'm at is I'm just going to actually uh, look fully, deeply into the application process around the Housing Accelerator Fund. Even though it's an Islands Trust job, like they must be the primary applicant, but as a community, we can still support them in the developing the application. And that's going to require all the different projects to step into it. So I feel that I'll likely be calling a meeting, um, you know, probably by mid-May, to potentially host here at the creator space uh, surrounding just for the organization specifically that um, would be the stakeholders, all of the stakeholders in these different projects that would need to be represented um, and connected to our primary applicant, which needs to be the Islands Trust. Mm. And, And how optimistic are you that we will actually get this done? You know, I mean, it beats not doing anything, I suppose, exactly. right? Yeah. So I think that um, actually um, what I've found and in the conversations when I when I sit with people and I talk, it, it really is, um, it's all about initiative. And if uh, as long as I'm just keeping a positive attitude and I'm able to prove uh, the path and, you know, show a map, um, you know, I, I'm confident that, uh, that we're going to get this right. We're going to do it. Okay, well, thanks very much for coming in. I appreciate talking to you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for asking me. It's a pleasure. Mm Bye-bye.